Welcome to Glass Onion Minute. I'm your host for this week, Park Parkinson. Joining me is David Forsyth. Hi, David. Hello, hello. This is Minute 2, the second minute. From uh, 0 hours, 1 minute, 0 seconds, to 0 hours, 1 minute, 59 seconds in. And this minute, very briefly, Claire talks to Jake Tapper. Uh, and then Lionel, whom we meet, talks to a bunch of people in a conference call, and we glimpse another mysterious package coming in. Dave, what what struck you about this minute? Yeah, well, the um, we we get some unfolding about who Miles is, right? Like, yes, through no introduction of Miles, right? We we get the conversation between Claire and Jake Tapper. Uh, it kind of goes on in the background, right? We don't we don't watch that, but uh, it's on screen, like on a on a video screen in the space that this minute continues into. But uh, but but Jake mentions how um, how she is how her um, her campaign can, can, is being campaign, funded. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word campaign. Yeah. It's being funded by by Miles and how she's a bit different, right? And then uh, yes, he mentions Alpha being. Uh, Alpha Cosmos, Alpha Car, Alpha Shop. So we're setting up Miles as this sort of, I think he calls him a billionaire philanthropist, right? So yeah. he's b- this Bezos, Musk sort of hybrid. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to keep saying tech daddy. Yeah, tech daddy. Okay, <laughs> yeah, perfect. That works for me. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, he's he's that all-consuming sort of tech, better business through tech uh kind of guy and yes we'll we'll get into some goofiness from him as as the you, you know that just kind of sets him up as a concept but later on when we meet the next set of characters and they'll talk a little bit about his some of his idiosyncrasies it kind of sets him up as a uh, a character right so yes yeah yeah we get the the settings we get here continue mm-hmm. this very i mean i said the the house we had before was very much picture of beige upper class mm. politician's house that yeah. worked uh here we find out not only is it the governor's house not it does not look to me like the governor's mansion no but maybe it not. is no uh, i but, looked it up it is definitely not the is, okay the, yeah it, it, the it, governor's it, mansion yes yeah. did not seem like what of a mansion that like but yeah. uh but a uh upper class politician's house i buy that and here we then we go to a um I guess I'm gonna say it's a it's a it's a lab, a lab in a rocket lab kind of way, not like <laughs> yeah. a not like a like a like a medical a medical laboratory, but well, I mean, the, I think we see a rocket in the background. There, yeah, and it it is very clean and open, and the the first person we see walk into the screen is actually clean suited, right? And yes, you know that could be a he function. has the, he has the box on a trolley, but he's wearing a clean suit. Yeah, and you you know it's it's not like the high tech you know hood with the ventilation. It's like that disposable paper suit face mask kind of deal. Yes, um, he does not work here, but they they put him in one of these so he could go to the location and deliver the box. Yeah, right. And it, I mean, it's sort of the, the whole space. It's empty. There's nobody there working, but you can tell it's like a working space that is deliberately kept clean, right? Like, yes, not like clean up after yourself because you've got you spilled sawdust or whatever. It's like a cleaned deliberately clean scientific industrial working space it's it's big and open and spotless and <laughs> it has like a warehouse or airport hangar sort yeah. of size and feel to it yeah, 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 which is especially weird because 
So we, we segue to we end the last minute or mm. the very the very beginning of this minute. We're looking at the monitor on the camera, the same the same thing that Claire is looking at while she is talking. Right. So she can see the, the, the TV footage kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So she can see herself and and Jake Tapper on a side by side view. We go from there to in this lab, there is a hanging TV mm-hmm. in like sort of a lounge area, yeah. which is weird to me to have like a comfy, sunken, yeah. cushioned lounge area in this clean space. Well, I think that, that seems kind, kind of, of strange. I think that kind of sets it apart from like you you see it's got rockets and it's a rocket factory. Let's just call it. Let's just say rocket factory just to get that out there. Sure, right? sure. Um, but it's not a NASA government you know, binders, number two pencils, pocket protectors, nerds kind of place. This is yeah. where the cool tech bro rocket guys work. This is like if if Steve Jobs ran Boeing. Yeah, right. This it, is how he would make it look. I mean, it's a very small area, but it's got like three weird pyramid elongated beanbag kind of things. And it looks yes. like it, it's got, you know, games and food and stuff like that. And in like this conversation pit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, that's where you, uh, yeah, we're going to meet over in the uh, uh, conversation nook three, or they'd have some funny name for it. Be like, we're going <laughs> to yes. meet down at, uh, Altamont of old Boulevard. What's that? It's the conversation <laughs> nook number three. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's uh, like a very realistic portrayal of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think there's yoga mats on it and stuff like that too. So it's a ping pong table, but it, it's very much it's in this space, right? There's no there's no office. There's no walls. separation. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. not like it. Yeah, it's it's part of this rocket factory, rocket lab <laughs> space. Yeah, um, where yeah, it, it's like factory floor, but it's spotless. Right, and uh, completely empty except for our delivery dude, which is right. sort of highlighted by the fact that. The, the he, he's pushing the big box, same box that Claire got, a, right on a trolley, uh, across this space. And as he moves across the space, a spotlight comes on over over the top of him. And then as he progresses like ten feet, the one that spotlight turns off, and the next one turns on. So it's like there are no lights on in this space except for the motion activated one that needs to be on, so the delivery guy can find his way. Right, right. It, it's like that that empty. So yeah, clearly. Clearly, yeah. after hours slash during quarantine. Yeah, exactly. And no one is allowed here right now, or at least they're not. Not you know. Well, it's enforced. we know it's the same time as Claire's it's true, because we see them on the yeah. TV. Because that's it was a, it was a really good no like it wasn't a super ingenious segue, but right. it was smart. It was it was nicely done. Uh, yeah. Let it lets us know that by seeing them on the TV in the exact same time we saw the monitor, we know that. All of these people, we assume, are going to be getting their boxes at the same time. Right. And we're about to, I assume, Lionel is about to get his box. And this <laughs> this is our new actor we meet in yep. this minute. We meet uh, Leslie Odom Jr. is playing Lionel, who is some kind of high up worker uh, yeah. for, for, for Miles. Um and he's wearing he, he's, a lab coat-ish kind of thing, so we assume it's definitely something... a lab coat. But it looks like it's not like a stark white lab coat. It's right. like a blue color, and it's like a little bit thick and kind of nice looking. <laughs> yeah, it's a stylish yeah. lab coat, but I yeah. mean, it, it gives him the air of science, right? Like nothing specific, just like here's a science guy, right? Yes. 
Yeah, and he's uh, I think the the first <laughs> the room that we see him in. So after we after we have the 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 rocket the the propulsion lab factory, we go to this kind of a conference room. There's a giant conference table, but it's actually made up of a bunch of you know kind of like work tables pushed yeah. together into one big conference table. It's covered in ordered papers, very much like. Uh, the governor's desk mm-hmm. at uh, Catherine Hans Claire's desk. And he's on one side of that with some papers in front of him and also a couple of tablets uh, propped up like, like a computer tablets and, uh, and a coffee mug. And then across from him is a, is a wall of monitors. There are six yeah. monitors there. Five of them have people on them. And one of them has the, has the Alpha Industries logo right. on it. Yep. So we know we are still in Alpha Industries. Yeah. And the people he's conversing with... What can I do? You can tell him, tell him no. no. <laughs> that you can't keep making excuses for Miles Braun's crazy whims, insane whims. And and his response is sort of, well, but can't I? Isn't yeah. he Miles Braun? And yeah, he does crazy stuff at first, but then it's not. And he's he says that... Uh, Miles faxes him all night. These are right. weird ideas. And, and he says, tell me, is a genius or insanity? And he holds up, the very end of our minute, he holds up a fax and it says, Uber for biospheres. I don't know. And he's maybe, like, maybe. I don't know. Maybe? Yeah. It's, <laughs> what, a, it's, what a wacky uh, notion. Yeah. Uber and it, for biospheres. It's, what does that even mean? Would you go to biospheres? Is it an Uber that is a biosphere? What is that? No, it's it's you go on your phone and you book time in a biosphere. That's you know right. So I, oh, I see. Sort of like 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 Airbnb, but biospheres. Yeah. Right. Sure. It's it's well, uh, you, well, you now it all makes sense. You get time in someone else's. <laughs> it, it's biosphere sharing, right? So, right. Okay. Know. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's the. This is that moment where we learn the weirdness of, about Miles, right? Because not only yes, does he yes. send faxes in the middle of the night with weird ideas, he holds he sends up, faxes. He sends faxes. Yeah, <laughs> in the year of our Lord twenty twenty, supposedly. Right. right? So, yeah. Yeah, but uh, he Lionel holds up that fax, and it's it's a regular cover sheet uh, with the Alpha Industries logo on it, and it's got you know two Lionel written in the two field, handwritten, and then scrawled with a big magic marker just, just says <laughs> uber for biospheres and that's it like it's one page handwritten facts like yeah it's this is not a business proposal no this is yeah. this is it's 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 3 a.m and i just had a thought i'm gonna jot that down <laughs> yeah. and send it to my like i don't know head of development or whatever lionel is and like i don't know how much people know about faxing i deal with it for my work because the IRS still forces you to fax things to them. But oh, yeah. like it's n- no one uses that curly thermal paper for faxing anymore, but that's what these are, right? They, most faxes are just like a regular printer that has a phone line plugged into it these days. And it prints out a regular paper. If kids they have fax would, machines, they yeah. have fax machines. Yeah. They have fax machines. So if, like if, it's 1995. Yeah. So it, you know, it, it's got that, paper on a spool that has thermal heat transfer printing that curls up when you pull when you tear it off it's like continuously fed and that's what these are so these are not just old technology in faxing it's old 
faxing technology, right? So <laughs> it's it's just funny. Yeah. Even for even for faxing, this is slightly old fashioned. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like how yeah, can, that goes how along with his put wins. that up a notch. Yeah. So so we know so we know Miles is quite eccentric, and we know that Lionel has been putting up with his stuff for a while and yeah. sometimes the answer is brilliance but there's there's getting to be pushback from the i don't know the board or whoever yeah he's talking with we don't know that yet yeah we don't really know who they are we do know from that same commentary that i mentioned that these are like friends of ryan johnson's and uh one of these Makes actors sense. is actually or one of these people most of them are not professional actors um is actually uh broadcast his spot was recorded at the T Street offices, which is the their production company, so like right, right, right. it's very much in house kind of thing. So, and I and one of these people, and I I don't remember exactly which one, actually works at Space, SpaceX. So it's like a, you know, it's like a uh, an insider's character for for this uh, person that might be working at a Alpha Cosmos kind of place. So it's it's kind of a fun, that's cool, yeah. So I that's neat. Yeah. I will say so far. Um, Leslie Odom Jr.'s Lyle, uh, mm-hmm. L- L- Lionel. I should say Leslie Odom Jr., Aaron Burr from Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, others have too, but I feel that's the thing everyone's gonna everyone's gonna know him from. Um, also has a new, also Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. If you're a mystery person, did, was very good in that. Not a giant part, but but noted and very yeah. good in it. He has a new uh, Exorcist movie coming up. Ooh. It is it is a straight up sequel. Nice. Where to? Where he is a dad who has a, a child who is possessed, and he he tracks down the original mom from the original Avengers oh, nice. movie, and like tries to get information on her on what happened to to her daughter. So I'm kind of jazzed actually about yeah, that, that. That sounds um, okay. I like the idea of like really returning to the source. Uh, does a great job, and also some of the most like. We get that one brief genuine moment with Claire and with uh, with her husband where they're surprised slash hmm. excited about. But the whole time he is like is lots and lots of personality. The way he's talking yeah. to the board, he's talking about Miles, um, his uh, his I heart New York mug, yeah. which is for all I know, is like, you know, he, he grabbed one of the ones from the office. I mean, the character, you know, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure the I'm sure. Brian Johnson put it there deliberately, but it seems like the only bit of personality in like any of the spaces we've been in so far, everything seems like corporate made kind yeah. of generic space, both the governor's house and this house, but his space with his, like the whiteboard behind him is full of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, like rock, and his proper mug. rocketry kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's like physics like, diagrams and, calculating curves and math and stuff so yeah yeah this that's, seems like as into it as i can get his math and stuff so yeah. <laughs> same same yeah. he seems like he is genuinely you know just in the moment and and responding and and like we're, we're seeing the character honestly and, and he's not like trying to frame himself a certain way he is just speaking and i might be reading into that mug a little bit more but I mean, it's a movies by minute podcast. That's what we do. But you know, it's an I Heart New York mug, and let's say that that uh, that Lionel chose that deliberately. That's his mug. That tells you something about Lionel because there's clearly not a rocket factory 
in New York, right? No, this like, has got to be in Silicon Valley, right? Silicon Valley, is... Texas, you know, somewhere where yeah, there's like space. Or to, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's we we put our rockets as far south as we can for physics reasons, right? Like they 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 are closer to the equator. It's easier to get off the planet there. So rockets are generally where there's lots of real estate in the south. Texas, right? Yeah. So, um, but uh, but yeah, but so if that mug is there and it is Lionel's, he's got some sort of New Yorkish connection. He's maybe a little more urban than the work he's doing. Yeah, but he's like he's he's in Alameda or he's in like out out in the on the west coast and feels like he wants this is yeah. his little bit of home. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I, I I like to think that that's a a little character clue for him. But I imagine it, it from what we've seen of Lionel so far. It makes sense. Yeah. He seems like the kind of person who is maybe he's trusted because he's not full of it. You know, he's sure. he seems like he's he's honestly responding to the concerns of these people. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and trying to explain like, hey, here's the weird situation yeah. I have with our weird boss <laughs> who yeah. does weird stuff. But then sometimes it, well, really, he, it works. He's fully aware that it's weird. Right. Like what's yes. the, the line he says is that. uh, uh, uh Genius always looks like insanity at first, right? That's that's the line. Yeah, and so he's, you know, he's towing that line between, um, you know, he sees both genius and insanity hanging out here in the same in the same room in the same person. So yeah, it, 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 and he's responsible to that guy, uh, who, you know, is both the genius and insane, but he's then responsible in some other way to these people like you said we don't know if this is a board or, or who, who they are but um yes but uh but yeah i mean he's he is that guy he is that get things done kind of guy who has to translate between those two people right between the insane genius and the the the, the shareholders the board yeah people he's or whatever he's got a spark yeah he's the kind of guy who can translate the weird ideas and and see how they could be really interesting and changing at the same time his feet are on the ground and he's not disconnected in the way that i'm expecting already expecting miles to be sure yeah and and he's he's clearly uh, again through some of the signifiers of the the coat and the the guy who has to translate these things directly he's not he he's not like the coo of alpha or anything like that you know he's 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 an in the trenches kind of guy so yeah, yeah. he's like he's a, he's an upper level brain yes yeah. but like like a, like an engineering yeah, yeah, brain yeah. not yeah. a not a business guy yeah he may be um, like chief engineer or something yeah something yeah like they, they they even say you're uh you're not a you're a you're not his publicist oh yeah 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 i think that's right you know, that, yeah. it's not his not supposed to be his job even though he apparently finds himself sometimes doing that sort of work yeah yeah I, this is not this this is not this kind of movie but if i were going to pick someone to be the final girl <laughs> of the people that we've met so far sure. i would so far i would want it to be lionel uh, well that I, would mean that he wouldn't be right so i'd be worried yeah he, there'd be a fake out at least and yeah, be afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly well, the people we've met so far, it hasn't been that many we only really right. met three what I would say I expect to be main character so far, but yeah. of of those, um, I I'm already really liking Lionel. Even though we've only spent a very brief amount of time with him. Yeah, yep. I think he is he is a smart, knowledgeable, passionate, conflicted character. So yeah, he's he's got a lot going on that you would that you would want to 
to to like him. So yep. I'm I'm looking forward to what I assume will be a lot of interesting back and forth between and and a connection between Lionel and Blank. Uh Lionel and Blanc. Blanc? Blanc. 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 Depends on how, how accented yeah. you want to get. Yeah. I but between between Lionel and 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 Blanc, I, I'm looking forward to there being kind of like a some good conversation, some discussion. I feel like Blanc will understand Lionel immediately. I feel like he might understand Blanc. I feel like there's like he's he can under he he gets people even though he's yeah a techie side. Um, he's not uh, again. His he's very grounded. I, yeah, I'm, he's. I, I'm surprised by myself how much I am enjoying his character over a very short period of time, but I already am. And he, he is that, that, uh, you know, he's, he's a cooler, hipper science guy, right? Like he's, he is a, that's why yeah. he is at Alpha instead of at NASA, right? He's, he's, um, he's. There's cool stuff happening here. He wants yeah, to be a part of this exactly. scene. Yep. Yep, yep. And I assume also like Miles at some point saw him and, and recognized his, <laughs> his worth and said, you know, I'm, why don't I pay you five times what yeah, anyone exactly. else will pay you? Right. And you come here and deal with my crazy stuff. Yep. And, uh, and. And you'll put up with it. He's like, yeah, for that money, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Private that's my that's my head cannon. It's already beginning to form. Yeah. There you go. It's you know, I I'm not going to ruin it for you uh, by either denying or confirming it. But uh, <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We've already got again uh, some interesting settings, interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Again, very different look inside of a of a mad genius <laughs> than we had from Knives Out. Though Knives Out also had its own mad genius sure. who also was sort of a um unseen force true going true. on yeah. but but in there a very um a very a very cluttered space in here he makes very clean hip spaces for his employees <laughs> to to be in sure. uh but also kind of like a, a monument to him just in a more, more apple steve jobs esque kind of way yeah, and, and even Lionel himself seems to be that sort of clean. Um, you know, the, you mentioned that there are stacks of papers on on the desk, but they are like neat cornered stacks. Yes, they right? are. Like they are. They're not piles. They're right. stacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the faxes get a little, but you know, he's sort of rifling through the faxes, so that that gets a little right, little, right, right. And the paper's curly. What can you do with that? <laughs> oh yeah, it's that thin, weird yeah, paper yeah, that's yeah. like yeah, he treated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, I mean, obviously your first, but because um, you, you saw Knives Out, is mystery a genre you you dip into a lot that you enjoy? Is this like your, your kind of movie? Yeah, I would say I, I definitely sort of came up on the cozier mysteries, you know, a little more uh, Murder, She Wrote, Agatha Christie kind of stuff. Uh, I will say that my favorite detective is Jim Rockford from the Rockford Files. Oh! Um, you know, so I... Excellent I, show. I, uh, uh, Great theme song. Great theme song. Quick plug for the podcast 200 a day, which I have no association with, but they are going through the Rockford Files episodes and both the guys who run it are role-playing game designers. So they've got a lot of like interesting story cool. breakdowns going on in there. It's great, great podcast. I'm cool a fan no no association but anyway uh but but yeah uh, rockford files is uh not a murder mystery 
type of show at all, right? Not he's, usually. He's more like mob, corruption, scam, scam. He's more of like a grift breaker than a than a murder solver kind of kind of type guy. But yeah, um, but yeah, I, I I get a lot of I get a lot of detective-y kind of stuff in my, in my past. I think, man, I think I'm trying to sort of pinpoint my first real love of mystery stuff, and it might might have been Remington Steel. Like back in the day, I like oh, I was oh, way a great show. I was way too young to be watching that, but I was watching it like when it was on new, you know. And, and so it was. Uh, that was the, that was the, that was a show that got Pierce Brosnan his yeah, Bond, yeah. Uh, and then because of it, he had to miss Bond for a while. That's right. Because yeah. they were jerks. The, well, the network that too, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that was that was probably my first like mystery show that I was actively aware of it being a mystery that they were solving, kind of thing. So yeah. I now that you say that I might be I was I was also I was too young to watch that show but my <laughs> grandmother loved it and I yeah. so I watched from Steel um yeah but I yeah the same kind of similar stuff um I interesting the PBS mysteries yeah 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 uh with uh Vincent Price and Diana Rigg introducing oh, them and yeah. then and that really cool Edward Gorey intro yeah, yeah I love that which this I mean, this this is this this does feel like murder she wrote so far but like a different kind of murder she wrote than knives out felt like they both feel like murder she wrote episodes to me and just one was sort of the more like a cozy mystery yeah and one more like when she i don't know would be like on a book tour and meet like an industrialist weirdo who would do yeah. you know stuff like this stuff well, like this there was so much murder she wrote that they had as much opportunity to pull in the different styles of, of it ranged eventually mystery. yeah yeah the, yeah yeah agreed so plus you'd only kill so many people in one small wow. town and maybe before you had to go on the road <laughs> right yeah otherwise you know you're not going to be the only like the, the feds are going to come in that town it's not going to be just <laughs> just one old lady solid mystery, so. <laughs> who's always somehow at yeah. the bottom of what's going on yeah. yeah. that's weird yeah. isn't it yeah she's a serial killer yeah. uh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see it because the other one was such a send up of a specific kind yeah. of mystery. I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to be doing some of the same work because I feel like it it's all already also the characters and situations feel like it is similarly messing with tropes, playing with uh, the genre, and I want to see where that goes. I'm already without saying very too engaged. without saying too much since we're talking you know TV detectives. I will say that. This feels more Columbo-y to me than than. Uh, Ooh, yeah. So uh, that's that's where I'll that's where I'll put it, and I'll just I'm in, you know, open to a lot of interpretation there. I so. enjoy I enjoy uh, how done it's as well as who done it's, yeah, and, exactly. uh, and, uh, and and one more yeah. thing, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Block has a very Columbo-y kind he, he of energy. Yeah, um, he's the gumbo Columbo or something. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I what, what was what kind of what made Rockford interesting was that was that uh, I mean he got the crap beat out of him all the time. All the he time. had a yeah. he had a he seemed like the kind of guy normally who like the I can't remember his name now, but uh, Matlock had an investigator. Yeah, who right. would also regularly get the crap beat out of him. Yeah, hardly ever happened to Matlock, but it happened to him all the time. And it was like, what if we just made that guy like the main character and <laughs> and. And almost more like uh, like an updated, you know, like Mike Hammer, like an updated noir where you've got a little shadier, yes, definitely history character, and uh, and and they get 
involved with you know they've got friends who were kind of low lives uh right. Beretta, had, had been in prison himself yeah so yeah yeah yeah, yeah has done some stuff maybe yeah. not entirely up enough stuff and got a little dirty yeah uh but is generally a a, a good guy hammer wasn't always a good guy but mm. generally a good guy <laughs> but rockford did seem like you know he had, he had, a, he had a heart of gold of course, you know yeah yeah especially if you were an attractive young 70s lady so yeah. well that's true too yeah yeah if you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you had cheryl lad hair or whatever yeah exactly uh, yeah. farrah fawcett yeah uh great all right well I, i'm looking forward to seeing how we're playing with the genre this time Thank you very much for joining me, David. David, again, would you like to plug anything? Any projects or social media? I, I just have the uh, the Edge of Tomorrow uh, is my only thing, which I talked about yesterday. But, uh, you know, I've been on a bunch of other podcasts like this through the Movies by Minutes community. So I would say uh, go check out moviesbyminutes.com and, uh, you know, look, find your favorite movie hanging out over there because there's lots of good people doing lots of good work in you know, it seems like a very limited format of like, here's a minute on the screen. We're going to talk about it. But there's lots of people doing lots of variations and styles of that. So uh, go out there, find your favorite movie and listen to the podcast about it because I'm sure there's something good about it. And who yeah, knows? I might get deep dives. I might have done a guest spot on it. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I'm on there and a couple of them myself. There you go. Do do go check. Yeah. Check out. uh Check us out on Twitter at Glass Onion Men, all one word. Please rate, review, subscribe to Glass Onion Minute on your podcatcher of choice. And goodbye to David, and we'll see you tomorrow for our next minute, minute three. <laughs>